When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following program is brought to you in living color. Hi, I'm Tony Figueroa, the child of television, and welcome to another installment of This Week in TV History. Now, you could read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.blog. You could hear me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. You can find us on Facebook or go to tvconfidential.com. You'll hear me, Ed Robertson, and sometimes even my other half, Donna Allen Figueroa. We talk about television history. We talk with some of the pioneers of television, some of the people that you grew up with. It's a lot of fun. Today's installment, though, is dedicated to one of my favorite Christmas specials and it's 50 years old this year. It is Santa Claus's Coming to Town. It is not only one of my favorites, it's definitely my favorite of all the Rankin and Bass specials. So this is 1970, you had Rudolph, you had Little Drummer Boy. This was the third one to come out for Christmas. I do wanna give proper credit to a lot of the talent. Besides Rankin and Bass, we have Mickey Rooney as the voice of Santa Claus. We have Keenan Wynn, who a lot of us know as an amazing dramatic actor, but he also, for our generation, played a lot of great Disney villains in the Shaggy B.A., uh, Herbie um, Rides Again, Flubber, actually, yeah, you know, the absent-minded professor. Yeah, he, he was great at playing those villains. And, of course, a lot of people who know TV history, if you love Rod Serling, you know him for his work with Rod Serling on The Twilight Zone and, of course, Requiem for a Heavyweight. An amazing resume. And he's the son of comedian Edwin. Paul Fries was the voice of Burgermeister Meister Burger. And he was the voice of other characters in that. But of course, Burgermeister Meister Burger, the main villain in our story. Most people know Paul Fries, I think, from his Disney work. Although he did work for Hanna Barbera, he worked with Jay Ward, and of course, Frank Rankin and Bass. But he was, to Disney fans, the voice of Ludwig von Drake. And you ever did the Haunted Mansion, the Ghost Toast. This chamber has no windows and no doors. That's the guy right there. An incredible talent. Robbie Lester was Jessica, who would later become Mrs. Claus. And Joan Gardner was Tanta Kringle, the matriarch of all the Kringles. So an incredible, talented group. Oh, I forgot somebody very important. It's not on my list. The narrator, Fred Astaire. I think that was our generation's introduction to the magic of Fred Astaire. He was the mailman. And since I brought up that he's the mailman, you know, the whole show opens up with the mailman introducing himself, taking his mail, 
And then he says, yeah, a lot of kids ask Santa Claus what they want for Christmas. But some kids ask questions. And then he goes, look at this one. It's like, why is he reading people's mail? Never occurred to me until I was an adult. Why is he reading people's? Okay. It was something fun to watch as a kid, but now you look at it as an adult. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things. Uh, yeah, why is the mailman reading people's mail? And I don't think the one song, if you sit on my lap today, a kiss, a toy is the price you pay. A kiss for a toy is the price you pay. Yeah, no, that's, uh, no. But the overall look, the characters, I love somber town. You have this town, and obviously it's supposed to be this German village post-World War One. You could tell by all the uniforms, and everything is gray. Everything is this monochromatic, like you're in a black and white movie. Even uh, the children's hair is gray or some sort of charcoal. Everything's somber. The only color that you see are the toys, Chris Kringle's suit, his red hair, and the teacher, Jessica, her red hair. Otherwise, everything is very gray and very somber, hence the name. But it is a great way of telling this story. Again, nothing to do with the story of St. Nicholas. That's still a great origin story for Santa Claus, showing him as a little boy, being raised by the Kringles, a family of elves. They were the first toy makers for the king. They raised them to make toys. The animals teach him how to laugh and how to play and how to jump. And he finally becomes an adult and he wants to deliver toys to Somber Town. And he is branded a rebel and a nonconformist by Mer Burgermeister Meister Burger. A rebel and nonconformist. So this was 1970. So you have somebody who is this worshipped figure but they're showing him in his youth that he was a troublemaker. They made him kind of like Robin Hood. But I think it was kind of cool to kind of tell the story that this person who we all love today was not very well liked. It also shows us that, yes, yeah, sometimes there are some silly laws having a law in this town that kids couldn't have toys. Chris Kringle says, yeah, it is a silly law. He finally convinces Jessica but they become outlaws and they had to flee further, further north. But this is a wonderful story. It is fun. You have to accept that it is a product of its time period. There's a few psychedelic moments when Jessica sings. The songs are memorable. Put one foot in front of another. It's all great stuff. But this is my favorite of the Rankin and Bass. I imagine some of you have your favorite. I mean, after all, we have Rudolph, we have a little drummer boy, we have uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, a year without a Santa Claus, Frosty the Snowman, which was not stop-motion animation, it was cell animation. Uh, they had a sequel, Frosty's Winter Wonderland, then there's Rudolph's Shiny New Year, Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey, a year without a Santa Claus. It's another thing. Mrs. Claus and Rudolph I think is Italian. She has an accent. Eat, Papa, eat. Then she's, you know, this beautiful red-headed woman, Jessica. And then, Year Without a Santa Claus, Shirley Booth. And we're going to pause right here, but we'll have more TV history right after this message. I bet you have your favorite of the Rankin and Brass uh, a roster of Christmas specials. 
This one's mine. I would love to hear which one's yours, your thoughts, your ideas, anything. Just put it in the comments below. It's a crazy year. It's very unique at Christmas. I want to see you again before the year is over. Thoughts, ideas, comments, put it there. Again, read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.com. Listen to me on TV Confidential. I'm Tony Figueroa. Stay tuned.